What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. That's right. Thursday night means beer show night here on 1500 ESPN and online. You can find us at 1500ESPN.com and also available on Podcast One. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, as he is every week, is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. How are you, Michael? I'm good, Reavers. How about you? Grab your microphone, sir. You I have to turn that on. That's okay. That, it's That's so much right. better. I said I'm good. Thank it's because you you. you're sitting in Royce's chair. I, I, I wonder why I didn't hear it in my headphones. Uh, and we do have a somber note to start off the beer show, but a very important uh, interview that I desperately wanted to have as a part of this show this week. And we are going to welcome in a friend of the beer show and a friend of 1500 ESPN, uh, Jacob Toledo, JT, as he is known in the industry, is with us. JT owns the uh, the Poor House and the Exchange Nightclub in downtown Minneapolis, among other places. And uh, JT is on with us tonight. JT, I wish we were having you on for different uh, circumstances, but unfortunately, we have a sad note to relate to uh, a lot of people that are familiar with this show and that we lost a valued member. You know what? Uh, thanks, guys, for having me on. It's been a long time since I've been there. I uh, appreciate you uh, taking the time to do this for us, uh, Reavers, and uh, obviously, Fratelloni's. Been a long time since I've seen you as well. So the uh, the somber and sad known is we lost uh, a member of our team here recently um, due to suicide, and it uh, is, is a very tragic uh, thing. And we wanted to just bring awareness today. We're having a little bit of a re- remembrance for Matt Larson here currently at the poorhouse from six to ten tonight. Uh, we're taking ten dollar donations at the door to uh, have a taco bar. We're doing some Jameson specials and some high life. Uh, so high life and Jameson for seven dollars uh, in honor of Matt. That was kind of his. Uh, his drink of choice. So what better time to talk about uh, High Life than on the beer show, right? So That's, that's right. Um, we just wanted to let all of his friends and family and anyone that uh, knew him know that they can come down here. Obviously, anyone that's dealt with uh, suicide, hopefully bringing some awareness to, to that as well. And uh, just a, a, a sad thing, but, you know, a, a reason to get together and kind of remember the life of Matt and all the great things that he did for us as a company and the great person that he was, so... And the poorhouse is uh, fifth and head up in downtown Minneapolis. For those that might not be familiar, uh, you know, JT, you and I have worked uh, together in various forms, whether it's radio, service industry, things related. And one of the things that really struck me is I, I knew Matt personally, and uh, a lot of us either that are listening to the show right now, working in this building, we've all been been connected to sadly, you know, suicide in one form or another, and. It really it strikes a chord with a lot of people, and a lot of different emotions come out when, when something like this happens. And I will say this, and what makes me proud as a person that has worked in the service industry is how it's just such a community aspect in that you know, it's, it's a brotherhood, it's a sisterhood, it's, it's, a, it's a sense of family. And, you know, me, given that I've, I'm connected to you guys and that, and that, uh, and that building and that family— the thing that I'm so proud of is how everyone, when they hear news like that, and there's a last-minute effort to put together a party, everybody just says, I'm in. And it's because it's that sense of when you're in that, uh, when you're in that environment, you're all in it together. And that's one thing that I'm just truly, really proud of. You know, it's such a small community, and Matt was such a large part of this community. He's worked in many different places, and we were honored and blessed to have known him when he was here for us or even to be around with us. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a sad, tragic moment, but at the same time, it's, uh, it's good to have all of his friends and family really come and show the support. I know his mother's here. I know it means a lot 
to have uh, all of Matt's friends stop by tonight and just kind of share stories and memories of, of who he was to all of us. Because, you know, as parents, you don't generally hear all those stories, and unfortunately you hear them in, uh, in a sad situation like this. But it gives you a little bit of uh, uh, console to hear all of the great memories that we had of him and all the fun stuff and times that we had had with Matt. And uh, it really is truly to bring awareness. I mean, this is something that if, if you're struggling with depression or if you're struggling with uh, anything that might lead this to become a decision in your life, you know, reach out to people. There's there's people around. There's people that want to listen, and this is never um, what any of us want to see. I mean, he's got 407 people here, sad, crying uh, over over his memory, and it's just uh, it, it, it's sad. So I think that there's a, a a bigger story here, and just reaching out and making sure that uh, you talk to someone before um, you know getting to this point because we all miss him dearly, and we wish he was here and. Uh, like you said, it's just such a great community, and the support that we've received um, after the announcement on Sunday has been just enormous and, and, and huge. So, uh, JT from the Poorhouse is with us here on the Beer Show on 1500 ESPN. We're talking about a special event that's taking place tonight at the Poorhouse until 10 o'clock. And, JT, quick question. If, uh, if people are hearing this right now, they're not able to make it over, is there a way that they can still help um, with this benefit that's going on tonight? We will be probably setting something up to uh, help and assist the family. Uh, I can get more information to you as soon as we have it. I know the service for him is on Saturday, so it's just kind of all come sudden and as a shock to most people. But uh, if you feel for, feel like you want to uh, stop down and donate or if you want to come down anytime this week and leave you know, a, a donation for his family, feel free to do that anytime this week. The part also collect that and make sure the family receives it um, this weekend. And uh, JT, one more thing about this, and then Frat wants to ask you another question too, but I think the biggest thing to take away from this, and you alluded to it earlier, is that you know a lot of times people that are struggling, it isn't as visible. You don't really see it. And with a guy like Matt, that obviously you know very well personally, and I knew personally, you know, you, you never know what someone else is dealing with. And I guess the biggest thing to take away from this is if you see something, say something. And you know what? It could be just something as simple as a phone call, a text message, or even just a smile and a nod. That's all pretty much someone needs just to get through that day that they might be struggling. Correct. And anymore with all the, uh, you know, hate that's going on in the world, it's just it's nice to take a second and think, what, what's going on in someone else's life? And, and just be a good person in general. And I think that that will go a long way with helping um, – prevent some of this just reaching out making a phone call calling a friend that you haven't talked to in a long time and uh that's really what this really brings to uh to heart anytime something like this tragic happens so well jt thank you so much and we do all offer our condolences here from in 1500 and but i do want to switch gears just in one little point because i'm so excited for the opening of parlor in st paul can you give us one second on that absolutely um what an honor to be back in st paul i actually uh have a condo a block away from where that's at and that was kind of my home came through college but we opened up our parlor location uh right on west 7th about four blocks west of the excel energy center and uh you can get that same phenomenal burger and that old-fashioned that you can get downtown at the location um and we're just so blessed to be down there it's nice to kind of travel on the other side of the uh to the river and uh it's been extremely well received and it's just such a a great location, and the, the community has been great. It's, uh, it's such a neighborhood community of people that have been swinging by and telling us how excited they they are to have us in that, that community. So we're just truly blessed to be able to have that location going and, and open. 
JT, from the bottom of my heart, my deepest condolences to you, to everyone at the poorhouse and the exchange, my my, my family, and uh, I, I just want to thank you for taking up a couple minutes to, to joining us, and and thanks again to everybody that that took two seconds to help put this thing together tonight. It's a it's a it's it it just shows how important it is for you guys to to know that the, the people that work for you matter. Truly is, truly is. We're blessed to be able to do that. So, thank you guys for your time tonight. Thanks for Reavers for having us on. Bradaloni, as always, great to uh, hear from you. And uh, you guys be well, and we'll uh, hopefully chat on better terms soon. You got it. Thanks, brother. All right, bye, guys. There he goes, JT from the Poorhouse and Exchange. And again, I know this show ninety nine point nine percent of the time is about you know fun times, fun beer, cool events, and whatnot. But I thought it was important to bring that on because like I said I knew Matt personally and uh, when I when I heard that news over the weekend I was I was heartbroken yeah, and I know yeah. a lot of people listening you know we've all dealt with it in one form or another throughout our life at one point or another and it's just it is sad because like I said you know Matt was a good dude and um you know you never know you, you never, never know what someone else is going through what they're right. thinking you know you, you read a lot of the stories about people walking across the Brooklyn Bridge and they say I'm going to kill myself unless someone smiles at me. Yeah. And it's just that one thing can make a difference. So you just have to be kind to people. So if you have the means, uh, head on over. Uh, the Poor House is going to be doing this event, and they are they are wonderful people that work over there. And they, uh, it is a communal sense of family, and it's and it's wonderful. Um, they will be going there till 10 o'clock. As soon as the show is over, I'm heading over there uh, to pay my respects and to... To give a hug, maybe make somebody laugh, because that's, uh, that's what God put me on this earth to do. So thank you to everyone out there, and uh, this is The Beer Show. We'll be back. This is The Beer Show on 1500 ESPN. How to like beer. You're tuned in to The Beer Show. Taste your beer, letting it wash over each section of your tongue. On 1500 ESPN. The only thing possibly more important than what beer you're drinking is where to get it from. It's a Let's make a beer run with the guys from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. As 1500 ESPN's Beer Show now continues. That's right. It's time for the weekly beer run right here on The Beer Show on 1500 ESPN. Online, you can find us at 1500ESPN.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. They are the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities at the corner of 42nd and Hiawatha in South Minneapolis and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And not Ryan. Not Tom. Screw those guys. <laughs> Britt is here from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, the marketing director for Elevated. How are you, Britt? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm average. Awesome. I think that's an accurate way to describe me this evening. So, uh, welcome back to the beer show. Thanks. This is not your first time here, so uh, we didn't scare it. you off too bad. So that's good. Reavers, I have a question for you. Oh God. Oh. She's put. You know what <laughs> right she's doing? She's doing what I do to guess. <laughs> yeah. Wait till we she's... get on the air and ambush yeah. them with the question. No, I'm kidding. Go do you ahead. know what my last name is? It's Odell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Do you see who we have uh, as a guest tonight? Wow. So you were the heir to the Odell fortune is what you're trying to say. I learned tonight, though, that they don't have an apostrophe in their name. I do. So Ryan is here from Odell. Brewing I thought Company, I was really cool. Hi, How are you, Ryan? I'm great, man. How are okay. you? So what you're trying to say is she's cut out of the uh, the fortunes because we're missing well, the apostrophe. You know... Technically, yes, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it's funny how it actually worked out. Um, uh, Corky Odell's kids actually have the last name Odell from her uh, uh, 
previous husband, and he actually has an apostrophe in his name. So her oh. kids just happen to be Odell's as well. All right, so. back to really? Britt. So we got a mix. <laughs> okay, Britt, here's what you do. Because, you know, Frat's the guy that throws out the ideas all the time. Okay. Yes. This is an easy Sue fix. Them for all the money. No, no, oh, no. Is that well, okay. first, first, <laughs> maybe, but first, okay. here's what you do. You go to the courthouse. And then change your name. Take out the apostrophe. So, you know, it was originally O-D-E-L-L. And then my family came over from England and changed it to the Irish spelling. Oh. So they should have just kept it. They should have just kept it. It's <laughs> kind of like a Native American casino. See what I'm going? If you have that last name, you're going to get some Odell money somehow. Sure. Right? It'll eventually come Like that way. somehow someone needs to write you a check. All right. So uh, Odell Brewing Company is the guest here this week. Uh, Britt, describe Odell Brewing Company to those that might be unfamiliar. Um, the best IPA yeah. ever. Uh, they're a beer of the month. Everywhere around town, you're going to find their uh, 12 packs about $18.99. We've got them on sale for $15.99. Sweet. Um, perfect timing with the weekend coming up. It's going to be beautiful outside. There's nothing better than sitting outside with a can of IPA and just chilling. So is so. it your personal favorite just because of the name? Well, I might be a little biased. Sure. But no, it's also <laughs> just an amazing beer. Yes. It's, I'm... My number one beer is IPA, and this one just knocks it out of the park. So I do want to hear about it. The one, uh, Ryan, the the can to, to the far right, my far right, your far left, which I've had this one, and I know I enjoyed it very much. Tell me about it. You did. So this is our uh, rupture. So uh, I think the last time I was on the show, actually, was kind of right when we were launching this yes, beer. Yes, I think and, you're right. Uh, and, you know, rupture, what's unique about that is, you know, I think what everybody wants in the craft beer industry nowadays is they're always asking for innovation. So we actually innovated a brand new style of beer and that's by technicalities by the brewers association so what we did is we actually hand built a custom machine uh, called a hammer mill so a hammer mill is what a hop farm traditionally uses to grind whole flower hops and then pelletize them Mm. but pelletized hops are going to oxidize over a small period of time so you're not actually going to get the full flavor that you could possibly have out of it so we're actually using this machine and fresh grinding whole flower hops uh, majorly into late hop additions. So you're actually just getting big, huge hop aromatics and a clean hop flavor profile on the finish uh, without the bitterness. So I have a really dumb question. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for you it. Sure. What's a hop? I no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I didn't well, know where you were going. Well, I could have I okay. asked that. And you probably would have answered knowing how stupid I am. So uh, in relation to the palletized hops as opposed to the fresh hop, is there limitations going either route? So in other words, you know, if you do a palletized hop and you are a brewer uh, brewing on whatever level you are, are you limiting yourself with what you can do with a I, given beer? Y- yes, you certainly are limiting yourself to a, to a certain point, and that's by quality. And I mean, Odell does use pelletized hops. We pri- primarily use pelletized hops in our kettle additions and in some of our dry hopping additions. Could you kind of have no choice because... You make enough beer, there's just not enough fresh hop yeah. stuff around. And, and that's it. You know, we do use whole flower hops year-round. So mm-hmm. the hops we're actually using for rupture, it's not technically a fresh hop. It's a whole flower hop. A whole flower hop is going to be actually kilned and then uh, uh, packed and then held cold to preserve it throughout the year. And it okay. usually lasts about a whole year. Mm. But the pelletized hops you could use throughout certain pieces of the process. You know, a lot of brewers kind of have to use that, especially in their kettles, because whole flower hops can... Uh, clog tanks pretty regularly sure. and that's and throughout when you're trying to pump out some beer you don't want to fall behind on uh what you're trying to because that'll hurt production it will certainly hurt production. that's a job you quick. need what so, you need to uh, get like scuba gear and go into these tanks to unclog them 
you could just scuba down there. Hoden Reaver's drone, he opened up <laughs> he, his mask. He scuba dived and took two gallons in at once. I bet um, it tasted pretty well. You're right. the only one who has the hammer mill that does this. We are. So the, literally the, only, the only, one. only one in the world that does this. Wow. That's cool, isn't it? So because this is such a copycat business, why? I mean, has, has nobody else gone that route but just because is it a cost thing i guess i don't know you know i've heard some rumors of some other breweries actually looking into building something like this sure um and that is the reason why we actually didn't patent this name we actually did it hoping that other breweries in the industry would actually take on a fresh grind ale and, and here goes and mike to freak out in three two one <laughs> you know? patent your stuff <laughs> patent it it's uh it's 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 the craft beer industry is a industry of camaraderie and you know that's I'd say Doug O'Dell, actually, the majority of the time nowadays, he's not really around the brewery. He flies around the world and flies around the nation and usually is uh, helping smaller brewers actually uh, produce more quality recipes and, and feed his knowledge their direction. So it's, And so, Britt, what you mean is Uncle Doug O'Dell, right? I actually okay. have an uncle named Doug. See? There you See, go. The, the, it's a little too <laughs> close to being right. You said that, I was like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> so what, if, I, if I've if i never had Odell beer, but I've had plenty, what would I try? What? You've what, never what, had no, beer? No, if, if I had never. Oh, I'm so sorry. So if I was a listener, we're going to get back to the people who I went Roy C on you. I okay. apologize. What would, what would you want me to have as my first beer from Odell? Uh, R.I.P.A. would be the first beer. If you like hops, R.I.P.A. is legitimately the beer that made me want to work for Odell mm-hmm. uh, seven years ago. Um after that, probably 90 shilling. That's that's the beer that started it all. We've been brewing 90 shilling since 1989. It's kind of right in between an amber and a scotch ale, so kind of smooth and caramely malty, a little dry. Uh, that beer two years ago during the World Beer Cup, which just happened this week in Nashville, we won a gold for, which I actually got to accept the medal for, so that was kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. cool. Nice. But, uh, and, then, and then if you're just trying to kind of get into hops right now, um, and IPAs might be a little too much for your palate. Our drum roll, our American pale ale was really nice. It's kind of a hazier, juicier, fruit, fruity, really tropical style pale ale. Why do I remember tangerine something or other? Am I, am I mistaken? You are mistaken. I was, why was I thinking that that was you guys that did something along Stone those lines? Brewing Company actually makes pretty good tangerine beer. Ah, screw them. They're not on the show right now. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Um, so that I'm beca- gonna open, can I have this? Please do. Okay, I'm going to open this. Which one is that, Michael, first of all? Oh, don't try to. It's the drum roll APA. Okay. Drum roll, please. I love that. I love doing that on the yeah, air. I see you. Every time taunted. I do that, you swallow. You like your mouth just builds mm-hmm. up a bunch of moisture and you have to swallow. Yeah, for whatever reason, Thursdays at six, I get really thirsty because mm-hmm. of you jerks. I have to wait oh, till seven o'clock. Uh, to, I, I want to kind of discuss more of the portfolio. What's the one that's in the bottle that's in front of you, Ryan, so from got, Odell Brewing I've Company? I've got one in the bottle in front of me here. This is uh, Green Coyote. So this is actually a Tomatillo Sour. We did it last year and we're doing it again this year. I hope it's you're reaching gonna, for a bottle opener, by the way. It's, it's I certainly am. <laughs> <laughs> He's digging in his pocket. This, man. Is, this is actually coming out in about a month again this year. and It's mm-hmm. just a nice, mild sour. With those tomatillos, if you're not familiar with a tomatillo, what a tomatillo is, I'm not. They, uh, if you've ever had chile verde, right, mm-hmm. green salsa that you'd put on tacos or whatnot, but that's primarily made out of tomatillos. So you kind of get that super nice pepper. bitter sweet. It's not a hot pepper at all, um, and you just get kind of really nice bitterish sweet flavor profile with something like that too or an ingredient like that is it appealing to a very specific demographic or could it be a wide-ranging beer this can be a pretty wide-ranging beer um uh sours certainly at times are for a specific palate but this is a pretty mild sour it's uh 
kind of nice and introductory to a person that's trying to kind of get into that big side of the more fancy, nice seller series in the craft beer. All right, so we're going to step aside for a moment, but if people are hearing this, they want to find out more information about Odell Brewing Company. Ryan, where can they do that? Odellbrewing.com. Awesome. And they are the featured beer of the month, Britt, at uh, Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. They are, and we have tastings this weekend, tomorrow and Saturday. Tomorrow is uh, in White Bear Lake, and Saturday in Minneapolis, 3 to 5, Cinco de Mayo. Oh, my God, that's right. (laughs) It's the best day of the year. Yes, it really is. Awesome. And all that information is online. Yes. ElevatedBWS.com. Awesome. We're going to step aside for a brief moment and continue the weekly beer run with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. The featured beer is Odell Brewing Company. Do not touch that radio dial. This is The Beer Show. This is The Beer Show. Let's go drink some beer. On 1500 ESPN. Hello again, this is Mike Fratelloni. Welcome back to The Beer Show here on 1500 ESPN. Reavers, Fratelloni, our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. It is the weekly beer run, and we will not continue the off-air conversation during this portion of the program, of because this is a family radio show. You know what show. I think we should do? What? We should go live on Facebook during the breaks. No. Why not? That's kind of good. That's also extremely dangerous. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Plus, I want everybody to hear my ads. I don't want them to just watch... Okay, forget it. <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, Odell Brewing Company is the featured guest this week, and uh, we have Britt here from Elevated Beer at Wine and Spirits, the marketing director for uh, ElevatedBWS.com, and she is here. And uh, we forgot to mention Cinco de Mayo is this weekend. Yes, it is. All right. And so, the Derby. And the, derby. and the Kentucky Derby. Cinco de Derby. Cinco de Cinco Derby, derby. which I'm is going to catch on. on. It's going to totally catch on. So uh, let's talk about that because I know this is a big deal uh, in, in the beer community and it's a big festive uh, celebration. Yeah, it's a huge deal. Uh, Mexican beer this week at Elevated. We've got twelve ninety nine twelve packs of Corona, Pacifico, Modelo, all the Mexican beers. Um, go get your Fiesta on. <laughs> so let me ask this. Uh, do we sell more Corona this week than we do the rest of the year combined? Absolutely. Okay, that's do what we? I kind of figured. Yeah, but now you have to throw in the Derby. So do you have to sell some Pimps Cups or what are we? What are we? So uh, we have uh, Woodford Reserve, which is like ooh. yes, uh, okay. twelve ninety nine. So uh, so that. Twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Just kidding. I, I like how Ryan's like, wait, wait, wait. You just made that considerably too cheap. No wonder her marketing skills are so great. We're just making stuff super I cheap. I just give everything yeah. away. <laughs> Much well, to the delight. Yes. So we look at this. We had, we had Easter on April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. We had Cinco de Mayo on Derby Day. Mm-hmm. This is weird. Like the, something's going on. Maybe. Is this when that, that uh, Haley's Comet comes back too? Wait, I, so I missed your point. So we, so we had two big holidays. Yeah. Right? Easter and April Fools, another huge holiday, Cinco de Mayo and the Derby, both on the same day. So you're predicting Christmas and New Year's are going to happen on the same day. I don't know, maybe. Day. Yeah, <laughs> I can't what, think of the next one. That's the way one. the stars are aligning. Well, whatever. Oh, I know what you're getting at. I've had better ideas. No, that's okay. Much. I like okay. that one. Uh, thank I like you. that one. Uh, Odell Brewing Company, as I mentioned, is the featured guest here on the Beer Show, and Ryan is here in studio with us. I want to discuss more about Odell Brewing Company. You mentioned the the rupture that I'm sitting seeing right here in front of me, and I swear to God, if anybody opens that before seven o'clock, I'm going to break somebody's neck. <laughs> No, I'm totally joking. But I have a more a broader question for you in terms of this particular market, because when you're a big brand like Odell, is it a tougher battle being in the Twin Cities with such really good competition for local beer? Or is it kind of, does it ebb and flow a little bit more? It, it, you know, it, it can be, but I think Odell is fortunate because of our uh, our culture behind our brewery and the quality behind our product. I mean, sure. that's our motto as a brewery is it's actually culture- product 
and then finances because you have to make finances to be a brewery, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Odell launched Minnesota about nine years ago. And uh, I think we were kind of grandfathered in a little bit because there wasn't as big of a pulse of uh, of local breweries yet at that time. So people were able to try our product and, and understand the quality behind it. And uh, Odell is actually a lot smaller than most people think we are. We're a regional craft brewery. We're not a national craft brewery. We're only in 17 states. Oh, I did the, not know the, that. The 17th state literally happened this week, and that is Wisconsin. So we're selling beer across the river now. Um, and uh, so being only in 17 states for being around since 1989 is pretty rare nowadays. We actually focus on the markets that we've been in and the states that we've been in um, and invest into those states and invest into those communities instead of just trying to sell as much beer as possible. So is do you, Minnesota your second best selling state? Minnesota is our third best selling third. state behind Texas. Uh, Texas, it's Texas, it's hard not to sell a lot of beer in sure. when you have so many residents. I think I think there's some crazy statistic out there that I heard at our brewery, and there's actually more people living in the state of Texas than our other 16 states combined. So oh, wow. I, I, I think you'd sell a little bit of beer there. And then we mm-hmm. sell about 74% of our beer in the state of Colorado. 17% of that beer is only in our home county. Wow, Holy think cow. Of that. Yeah. That's a that's a big one. And talking about competitive markets, I mean, Colorado in itself is a very competitive market because they've got a lot of great craft beer in that market, too. It is. And it's, uh, you, you know, we've strived to focus on our home state. And uh, as of now, we're uh, pretty much the number one brewery in the state of Colorado. We we actually just released a beer out there uh, called Colorado Lager and it's Colorado only. So hmm. it's it's really good. Uh our That's lab technicians it, actually did some cool testing, <laughs> and um, we are actually only one of two loggers in the whole state of Colorado without adjuncts in our logger. So that meaning that we don't use any corn or any rice. It's pure grain, mm. as quality grain as you could have. So. Nice. Uh, and as you said, 17 states currently. Is that going to be kind of the business model going forward? Is that going to be your main focus, you think, for the short-term uh, and no, long-term? No, let me answer that. Oh, God. They <laughs> opened up to Wisconsin. If you're going to open up Wisconsin, you'll sell to anybody, right? <laughs> I mean, isn't, isn't that what I'm saying? Are you saying that Wisconsin's the dollar like menu that, that, of, yeah, of craft beer? Wisconsin is the litmus test. Are you willing to sell in Wisconsin? Yes. Okay. Sell to anyone else. You might as well sell to Rhode Island next. Well, as long as they don't hate on us Island. for the Broncos beating the Packers in the Super Bowl years ago, we'll be just fine. You know. I think that'd be yes. a good selling point, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Of course, you know, I was going to insert a Vikings, but we don't have anything here. No, this we is, can't. We're, we're, we the, can't we're, the, we're the destination that. of broken hearts. That's what we are. Uh, Odell Brewing Company, the guest here, and uh, we have not one but two tastings at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Yes, uh, White Bear Lake tomorrow from 5 to 7, and then Minneapolis Saturday from 3 to 5. And it's going to be weird, but you're going to actually be able to be at both because you're an heir to the Odell fortune, right, Britt? It's kind of, I have to. Right. I kind of have to. It's, it's, I'm obligated. Got to make sure the money's coming in. Everyone that gets sold, she gets five cents, just like that Heinz woman. Really? Every ketchup pack. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, one thing we should mention, too, that's a really cool feature if you have ever shopped at Elevated before, but uh, you guys really have an exceptional customer rewards program. And I'm not. I'm saying this because I am a customer rewards recipient, I, whatever the word is for that. 
All right. Now I, made, I put Ryan yeah, in I, I, think I think I should get in for this one. All so right. customer rewards program, yes, you, you kind of have to take advantage of it. All of our patrons know about it. But for those who don't, I think it's worth uh, you know coming and check out Elevated for the selection, of course, for the pricing. But the customer rewards program is just a kicker, right? So we reward you based off of how much you spend with us every month. The following month, then you get a pretty sizable discount if you, uh, depending on how much you spend. So, you know, weekends like this, Cinco de Derby, it's a perfect opportunity to load up and then get rewarded for it next month. So you're saying if a guy like, oh, I don't know, hosts an AM uh, talk show that he stops in twice a week, he might benefit from a thing like this? Yeah, we'd like to cap those guys yeah. at a certain point, though. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, something we've kind of been forced to do. So, you know, Mike, I don't know if you know this, and Ryan, I don't know if you know this, uh-uh. but a really good introduction to this beer for me, and this is how you should know that you guys have made it big, and you are big time, is that you guys were a featured beer at Ryan's wedding. I mean, if that's not high praise, then I really don't know what is. That was huge. I mean, I don't I don't know if I should get into to how that all came together, per se, but we're, you know, I'm a... We're all fanboys of uh, and girls at Elevated. Well, but and, in all uh, honesty, all joking aside... You have a guy that owns uh, two liquor stores, and this is the beer he chose to have at his wedding. That's a big deal. Well, that's exactly it. You know, like there's so much to choose from, and I don't want to offend anyone by you know letting people know what I had in my wedding. But the cat's out of the bag. Oh crap! Odell, oh, no. o- Odell was it right, and it was drum roll. Um, it's a fantastic beer. Went over really well. I'm gonna get and fired. that beer is that beer available? We, we have some kind of breaking news for Odell that I think we should mention. Oh. Recently, it was added to uh, to. Target Center, correct? Correct. Your, your so, brand was so we yeah. So Target Center actually has uh, our IPA on draft now, and uh, through this summer, through some of the concert series going on over there, we're going to have uh, our drum roll there in package, and we actually just starting doing drum roll in sixteen ounce cans. So those will be available throughout the stadium. Yeah, huge, huge favorite around the shop. I want to say that drum roll was our number one selling pale ale for a while, and I think it actually kind of gave a shot in the arm to the whole style. Uh, this is, as, as uh, you know, Ryan mentioned in the green, green room earlier, it's uh, juicier, uh, more flavorful APA or pale mm-hmm. ale than I think people are used to. That style's kind of taken a backseat to the IPAs of the world, especially uh, with the New England style IPAs out there now. But this is a fantastic beer and uh, and one worth checking out. Well, that I, will be available at the tasting too for free. That is cool. And you know, you mentioned the Target Center. That's that's a big step up because I mean, it's widely known that they didn't really have a really good selection of any non-domestic beer over there at Target Center. So this it's it's cool to see that they're also stepping into this this part of the world finally. And I'll say that because I I like those guys, but it's it's good to see now that I can go there, go to a Wolves game or a concert or whatever and get an Odell. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we're very thankful to be in there. You know, it's funny cuz I detest paying 7 bucks for Miller Lite, <laughs> but I will pay 9 bucks for an Odell any day. Sure. You know, if you're if you're going to get cheated on a beer, at least make it a good beer. Is that That's is, fair. I'm going to run for president on that stance. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you. Good luck to you, sir. Uh, Ryan, thanks for coming in, man. Good to see you again. Yeah, thank you. And it's odellbrewingcompany.com if you uh, want more information. Ryan, yes. yes, you were going to say something. Oh, I just wanted to mention, you know, again, this Beer of the Month deal, fantastic. Mm-hmm. $15.99 for all the Odell 12-packs. And one thing we didn't really touch on, but is probably my favorite package from Odell, is their Montage Variety Package. Now, that comes in bottles or cans. So depending on, you know, what your preference is, you can get either. Uh, those are just fifteen ninety nine as well. And perfect for, you know, the weather that we've got coming right. and all the festivities. Those are those grab-and-go packages that you really can't miss with. For Cinco de Derby. 
like Cinco de Derby. Absolutely. Uh, and if people want more information about this tasting, upcoming tastings, all that information is available online? Yes, it is. ElevatedBWS.com. And definitely check out our Facebook and Instagram. We do our new brew posts every single Thursday, sometimes Fridays, where you get to see all the new beer and things that you should know about. Awesome. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's going to do it for this week's weekly beer run here on The Beer Show. And you can find out more information online at 1500ESPN.com. We will be back. Beer, beer, beer. This is The Beer Show. The most wonderful drink in the world. Hooray! On 1500 ESPN. Final segment of The Beer Show here on 1500 ESPN. 1500ESPN.com. Reavers, Fratelloni. Manny Hill is back there. What up? Your uh, your Toronto Raptors are in trouble here. Yeah, son. They're down I think they were in trouble after losing Game One. Ooh. It's the third quarter. We have like you have fifteen more minutes of basketball. They're playing against LeBron. Yeah, know, but LeBron James, LeBron it's over. <laughs> well, so, um, I that's true. actually Such gave me a story earlier today, and I left it in the bag that's right behind Manny. But I got the gist of it, and I'm I want to get both of your reactions to it because um, I'm curious. When so he, well, let me start this. Oh, please. When he hands you a story, do you just say if it's good enough for Joe Souchere, it's good enough for the beer show? Period. Or do you do you vet it? Pretty much. If Joe hands it to <laughs> yeah, me, I'm going to do it. If Joe hands it to it, yeah. But Joe listens to the show. Good. You know, so that's why you know he's probably sitting around waiting, like, when you hey, get dummy, to my story, talk about dummy. this on the beer show. <laughs> so uh, apparently, Budweiser got hold got a hold of George Washington's beer recipe. Really? From whatever year it was. Sure, George and Washington. They're time. going to manufacture and produce and sell this beer. In fact, we should have kept Ryan in here for this. Darn it. That's pretty cool. Um but I mean, can it be that odd? It's what is it, hops and some water or you know, ro- you well, know Well that's I guess what I was getting at because when you're Budweiser, you are a heritage brand. Sure. You're a big deal. So Obviously, it'll have a different twist, a different label, and all that. But how how different can it be it than just be. a regular? Beer doesn't have that much in it. But is, so this is basically you're you're the it's business marketing. guy. This is this is we the novelty get part of it. Because Britt would have said that's brilliant marketing, right? She knows marketing. So man, I mean, we're all going to try it, right? Just to say we tried it. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. That's not as good as if they would have found the yeast strain that George Washington <laughs> used. No, not. <laughs> Not, not that far of the yeast strain, but, you know, like the original George, we found one bottle of George Washington beer, not that it was bottled, right? Is and that what they're going to call that. it? I, you I know what? I don't know what, what they're going to call it. We should I guess think of some names. I could pull it up. You know what they should do? And I guess I don't know from a legal standpoint what they could do. GW Light. Well, no, but the, the, the logo could be, because I think they're going to they're gonna label it with the Budweiser, <laughs> a variation of the Budweiser label, at least from the story that Joe okay. gave me. Had like a a little a little bomber bottle uh, uh, of, okay. of it, so I don't know if that's how they're going to sell it yeah, or not. But know. the but, logo uh, the logo could have been be. the George Washington Bridge, and oh. then you could have had it. You know that that would have yeah. been kind of cool. But I don't know if you can do that. From, it could have been like the President George Washington laying there in a corner, just smashed <laughs> with all of his beer bottles just laying there. <laughs> Jesus, and I mean that would have been you would have remembered mine more than the bridge. Yeah, that's a good right? point. Or Although his wig. I think George Washington, if I'm not mistaken, and I am mistaken. He didn't actually drink. He sold beer because he liked to make money on the fools who bought it. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Interesting. So maybe don't buy it, folks. So what you're saying then. I don't know that to be true, but I think it is. Because I always pay attention to what Mike Fredoloni says on this show. Oh, no. <laughs> the first president and the current president both don't drink. I know. That's pretty amazing. You know, I don't know if a lot of people know that about him. Do you about think, Trump? Yeah. Do you think that they know that? He, he says he's never... Had a drink because he had, what, an alcoholic brother, correct? 
Oh, I thought it was his dad. It might, it might okay, have been his I think one of uh, one of his family members has a, a true true problem with alcoholism. Okay, passed away, I think. But I don't think he's ever had a drink. I find that interesting because you know what I'm going to say about that. You don't probably hang out with Stormy Daniel Daniel sober. I'm just throwing that out there, right? Turning my microphone off, <laughs> see, Manny. I don't know. I just I just think to myself. That is a drinking kind of thing to do. Sure. And I think that a lot of people, whether they know it or don't know it, I think the vast majority of the American public probably doesn't care because he is such a polarizing figure oh, yes. that they half probably the have it and half the people love it. Well, and I mean, you, you before he even decided to run for president, mm-hmm. you were a like a, a uh, I'm not fan is not the right word, but you looked at you were a, a you, you, you were an expert in his background. I you, knew a little bit about you, his background. You researched yeah, I, I read. I and actually, you do that for a lot of business people. Yeah, you know what? I the reason I became an expert is because I love golf, and he had a golf channel show where all he did is go to his golf courses around the world and fire people and push people around, which was you know dorky of him to do. Sure. But his golf courses are some of the best properties in the world, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is kind of a behind the scenes of owning a golf course. Sure, sure. Because I thought maybe someday I'd invest your money in a golf course and I'd be able to play. Every do day. you think that the uh, well, no, I'm not going to go there. No, 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 I'm not going to go there. I don't want to get us. It, Let's talk about religion. We're a, few, <laughs> we're a few minutes from the finish line. It's been a day, and I just anyway. So uh, again, we started the show with this with this topic. But uh, for those of you that are driving out and about, maybe you're downtown. Uh, if you have the means, uh, a group of us are headed over to the poorhouse uh, to celebrate the life uh, of of a friend of mine, Matt, that uh, worked for the poorhouse for many years, and sadly. Uh, took his own life uh, over the last weekend, and people are over there right now. Kind of, it's it's celebratory and sad at the same time because knowing Matt the way that I do, um, he would he would really not have liked people just moping around. But mm-hmm. sorry, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a sad event. Yep. That's the case. So people are trying to provide an adequate and representative mixture of the two. Respect of, for him. It, respect yeah. for him. Sadness and also. Uh, you know, trying to to have this be a celebratory night, so they're going to go there. It's scheduled till ten, but my guess is if there are still people that are there celebrating his his legacy and his life, that the the, the party's not going to stop. The poorhouse isn't sh- shutting down. No, at, it, it's yeah. not. And and a tip of the cap to those guys too, because you know I've done a lot of work with those guys um, over the course of the years through the radio station and through other events. Um, they do a good job, and I know that people mean a lot to them because Mike, you know this. You're only as good as the people that work for you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, 100%. And that's why if you do a good job and take care of your people, they'll take care of you. And it's just as simple as that. 100%. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Uh, okay. So anyway, Cinco de Mayo is this weekend. Do you do you celebrate Cinco de Mayo? Do no, you, but I celebrate the Derby Day. I was going to say. I mean, say, I don't. If Cinco de Mayo was on a different day than the Derby, Have I you been celebrate. to the Kentucky Derby ever? No, but it's on my bucket list. Really? Yeah. I think that would be great. And I... I like I go to Canterbury a handful of times a year because it mm-hmm. well it's clo- in close proximity to where sure. I live. Love My it. wife's family's the horses is a big mm-hmm. part of there, so it's just a cool thing for us to do together. My boys are into it, so it's kind of fun. But you know, I, if I if I was ever had the means, I'd probably go. But it's not really a destination it's, for me. I, I, and I'm going to mention a different guy on a different station. Have you ever watched Paul Allen call a horse race? No. He holds the paper in front of his face, mm-hmm. and he looks over the edge of it. And it is magical how it gets done live. Hmm. It's like, oh, you didn't know those numbers? You would think that he'd have to know every number of every horse by heart. But he just literally reads it as he's calling the race. It is spectacular to watch. It is great. And what a fun time the horse racing is. Wait, so the guy that does the races at Canary is a radio show? 
You're just gonna let that go. I'm gonna. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I can no, talk. But, you know, it's but I love friends. But, but in all honesty, um, but the guys out of Canterbury are great. You know, it's 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 a fun time. It's they've they've done a really really good job out there of making it great beer. Great beer. Yes. Yeah. Even if you don't, you don't have to gamble a penny. But what it's I, a good time. I was gonna go the route of they've done a really good job of being able to mix the family part of the atmosphere with the nightlife part of the atmosphere. Do you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you, you, you'll go there and races usually start at like noon or one o'clock, I sure. think, in the afternoon. And they've got that really cool, great uh, um, gym, not gymnasium, uh, playground, playground set for the kids. It's absolutely kid-friendly. And so the kids can go out there. And then, you know, like by about four or five, okay, maybe it's time for us to, to, yeah. to head home yeah. and let the let the 25-year-olds kind of take over for the rest of the races that day. So tip of the cap to those guys. because be a they, lot of fun. They're well, they're going to be busy. They're open tonight or tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. They open up racing out there tomorrow. So it's really cool. And uh, yeah. I'm going to go to some derby parties, I think. Yeah? Uh, yeah like house parties and stuff? No, no, big parties. Oh. Um, women try harder on derby day than they do on... New Year's Eve. Oh, they do. FYI, yes. Is it is it a competition? Well, no, it's because they have the hats and they really have to work on their outfits. Oh. It's if you like the look of an elegant woman, the the derby parties are for you. But you know what? What? <sighs> you know, gonna, you're like, no, no, I like the look of a non-elegant woman. No, no, not yes. not that at all. No, not no. Okay. Au contraire. Oh, I'm no. not I'm not a hat, the big hat guy. Yeah, but it's it's for the derby only. If you take her out to Chili's the next weekend and she's wearing the hat, <laughs> you just say, sorry, honey, Chili's leave isn't the, for us. Leave the hat leave at home. Leave the hat at home. Well, but, yeah. but it just be, it's because it's, it almost feels like I got to I got to like stand this far away from you and talk. Yes. Well, they're not, so they're not. Big. Some people do incredible hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's going to well, be a lot of fun. My friend Janelle Klein, yes. uh, she does the Derby every year for NBC. And so she, I always text her like the day of and say, "All right, let me see the outfit." Because she goes. So you have a connection out. to the Derby where we could go? Oh yeah, I guess I do. Wow. Yeah. Okay, next year. You think Mark so? Mark my words. You know what we should have done? Darn it! Gone we to the Derby. We, we should have called her. She's there. Oh my God. Well, next week we can hear all the. Oh, we'll have a post. recap. Yes, we can have a recap of the Derby. Why don't we have everybody who's listening not watch the Derby? And then she'll tell us who wins next weekend. So they could have a TiVo moment of it on our little show. Yes. I don't think that that No, be, I don't think that's going to happen I don't either. think that, that would be possible. I don't know if a primetime preview would work on the oh, show. Oh, the primetime preview would be great. Kentucky Derby. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty spectacular. And yeah, it, it would be fun, but I just, I'm just personally not. You know what? I um, Speaking of uh, completely changing subjects right on the last <laughs> yeah, two yeah, minutes of the show, going? I this isn't, this isn't hyperbole. Odell makes great beer. I just had a little sniff. Of this green coyote? No, that tapatio. Is it? Is that what it's well, called? It's called oh, green, green coyote. coyote right? Okay, you're right. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. With the tapatio peppers. This yeah. smells spectacular. Did you try some? I did. I had it in the green room. It's this delicious. Is, this is so. This is their new one. Wow. And I'm not a sour guy. I don't okay. Really... So when you go back there, they were 1989. Our king of brewing here, Mark Studrud, 1987. They're in 17 states, and you know, it's like, well, why didn't Summit run? You know, why didn't Summit? I, Summit. Expanded and then contracted. I wonder why they didn't. But don't you think it, it comes to a point of of quality? Yeah, uh, uh, it's a quality uh, question. Or, or what think? Ryan said, you know, seventy four percent of the beer sells still in Colorado. Sure, and I you want to honor that market yeah, because that's home. Yeah, and then you have sixteen other states doing, you know, twenty six percent of your beer. Is it is it worth? I doing d- that? have a ton of respect for that, though. Don't you? I mean, I know. Yeah, I'll, ultimately, you're in this business to make money, but at the same time, you want to say, well, we want to be able to concentrate on re- on making. Mm-hmm. 
really good beer. Great beer. You know, and, and we and want to be respectful markets. to the people that introduced us at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then we want to be respectful to the clients that we have. And we want to take care of them. Yeah, I think I think that's a good idea. It's a good business plan for them and a good business plan for Summit, obviously. So then what you should do is close like half of your stores. No, and really because concentrate. I'm still all in this market only. <laughs> if I put one in Wisconsin, then I might have to Oh, you could be a total sellout. Oh, just go. I, I love Wisconsin, by the way. Yeah, I know Troy Byrne, I love I that golf course. And by the way, I, I had to do some uh, uh, housework over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Tip of the cap to the Fratelloni's in Eden Prairie. Gordy. Gordy. Yeah, yeah, okay, Gordy. you guys bailed me out big time. I, I had to make like five trips. Oh, yeah, I, for, I uh, forgot that. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. It I, had was, a, uh, I had a customer call up and said, I, you're, one of your managers just left my house. I've never seen a company ever do that. My manager drove over to this guy's house after 10 trips, and he said, I'm just going to do it for you. Right, I just because drove over you're to this screwing guy's house. this up. Yes. <laughs> that is really cool. It was cool. Uh, so uh, thank you, Michael. Hey, Reavers, you're the best. I am the best. Uh, if you missed any portion of the program, check out the podcast. You can find it online at 1500ESPN.com. And once again, if you have the means, uh, head on over with us. We're all heading there right now to the Boar House and celebrate our buddy Matt. Uh, and uh, listen... If you see somebody struggling and you, you want to be able to help, if you see something, say something. You never know what's going on in somebody's life, and uh, you never know how big of an impact that it can have. For Fred Aloni, for Manny Hill, my name is Chris Reavers. We'll talk again next Thursday night. Till then, cheers.